0: Welcome to the latest edition of Anyone, Anywhere, Anytime with me, Marshann Kenny. Well, Southern Miss baseball is red hot right now the way the end of the season. I mean, how about Danny Lynch's two grand slams in the same game against the Raging Cajuns to get that big series win to end the season. So I am fired up for this postseason like a lot of Golden Eagle fans are as well. Well, we got some tough news last week and that came in the form of the retirement of our legendary head baseball coach, Scott Berry. And we all have some unbelievable great memories of Scott Berry. And, well, I'm going to share some of those in this next segment that we call 4 and Out. Well, this week on Twitter and Facebook, I asked the Southern Miss Nation to share your favorite Scott Berry memories. I had a lot of good ones come in, but I picked four that I thought were really awesome. So here we go. Well, from Twitter, former Southern Miss baseball player Jake Winston said, won't go into detail, but my freshman year, Coach Barry told me, Jake, life is not a country music video. And Jake added, those words hold true 10 years later. Great comments right there, Jake. And then next up, Bridges Johnson from Facebook. He said, I was an athletic training student during the 2018 season. One day as practice was getting started, most of the guys decided to do all their stretches and warm up shirtless. Coach Barry always got to practice right around the end of stretching. He gets to about the pitcher's mound and just stops and stares at the guys. Without saying a word, Coach Barry took his shirt off and started flexing and everyone went nuts. One of my all-time favorite memories from my time as a student at USM. And yeah, I could see Coach Barry flexing those guns out there. Nice words, Bridges. Next up, Bryant Wallace from Twitter said, I was showing Pete Taylor Park to a University of Georgia friend back in October 2020 when we were walking across the field. A guy from the suites yelled down and asked where we were from. Look up, and it's Coach Barry, relaxing and looking over the empty field. He invited us up, and we talked for about 45 minutes. Great guy. Great story right there to Bryant Wallace from Twitter. And finally, Lori Morgan Ham from Facebook added, My favorite memory is going to be when they win the College World Series in 2023, SMTTT. And what a great way that would be to send out our legendary head baseball coach, Scott Berry. Well, today's interview, I am so fired up about. It comes in my eyes in the form of the greatest cornerback to ever play at Southern Miss. And no disrespect to anybody that played cornerback there as well. To me, Patrick Sertan is the greatest cornerback we ever had. And, well, I caught up with him recently, and we share some great behind-the-scenes moments and some fun times from when we played at Southern Miss and his time in the NFL. When you talk about the greatest cornerback in the history of Southern Miss football, that conversation starts and ends with Patrick Sertan. He was a great teammate, a great friend, and a great leader for us at Southern Miss. And he's my guest today. And Patty, so good to see you. And have you all, man? How's the world treating you?
1: Oh man, it's 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 good, man. Just 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 watching you and your your enthusiasm for for sports at Southern Miss, man. Watching you on Twitter and stuff, it, it's refreshing. Man, I appreciate that. The show wouldn't have been right without you on it, though. That's for
0: sure, man. So, but let's get into some of your accolades, man. I mean, you had an 11-year NFL career three-time Pro Bowler, 0-2. You're the NFL Defensive Back of the Year. You were the Conference USA Defensive Player of the Year in college, All-American. You're in the Southern Miss Hall of Fame. You're in the Senior Bowl Hall of Fame. And this year you're going to be in the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. I know there's more, man, but I tried to keep it to the big ones as
1: much as possible. How those accolades make you feel, man? Oh, man, it's just, you know, to to know where, where we come from, you know, from from New Orleans, and to, to to make it to that that stage at Southern Miss, and you know, i you know what our model was. Anytime, anywhere, yeah. And know. Uh, then then to go on and have the kind of pro career that I had, man, it, it it came with some some struggles, but it was you know a lot of hard work, dedication, and you know just to be mentioned among the best, you know, in, in your profession, man. It it means a lot, so. You know, I had a, a really good playing career, and now I'm, I'm on the other side, you know, trying to do the same thing in coaching. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Very cool. Then you hit on New Orleans real quick. Real quick, anybody doesn't know, Patrick and I are New Orleans natives, born and raised, and I love my city, love everything about it. Just real quick, some New Orleans talk.
1: What are some of your favorite things about New Orleans? Oh, man, obviously the food, the culture, <laughs> uh, second-line Sundays, uh, snowballs, daiquiris, <laughs> oh, you can you can be 15 year old 15 years old going to liquor store and purchase liquor. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's, it's crazy down there, man. There, there's no rules. <laughs> man, there's nothing like it unless you nothing like it. <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love I love that take on New Orleans, man. You nailed it. So and speaking of your time in New Orleans, man, all the football and all the athletics here to start somewhere. Carr High School, you were a multi sport star, excelling in basically everything. I mean, you're a state champion in football, state champion in basketball, you played baseball, you ran track. But, I mean, let's have you focus on the football. You played quarterback, man. You were one of the quarter- best quarterbacks in the South in high school, not just Louisiana. Talk about your time at Carr, man.
1: Yeah, man, it was great. It's crazy because – I went to Carr in, in seventh grade, and we're just a junior high school. We we didn't have high school football. So when we got to ninth grade, you know, we were winning all of the, the junior high uh, championships in, in New Orleans. And, and when we got to ninth grade, you know, the, the administration, they 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 said that we're going to, you know, become a high school because we had so many good players, and they wanted us to stick around. So became a high school, couldn't compete for the state championship my 10th and 11th grade year but competed for the state championship my 12th grade year and actually won state man it's you know one of the it was the the first Orleans Parish public school to win the state championship since I think like 1956 so you know it was it was great times there man some of my my best friends in the world you know are, are from car you know my friends to this day and it it was just good times man good people and people that I covered, you know, forever. Yeah. The state of Louisiana,
0: everybody knew your name with the impact that you made at car with everything you did. So man, congrats on all that success there. But, man, you were this unbelievable athlete recruit. I mean, how did you wind up with Southern Miss?
1: Oh man. Well, like, like you, like you mentioned before, I played quarterback in high school. Yeah. Didn't play any DB, any receiver, anything. So, you know, Southern Miss said they would give me an opportunity to play quarterback. So, you know, all the other schools was recruiting me as a DB. Southern Miss said, we'll, we'll give you opportunity. Well, that didn't last long. Like the second day of two days, they moved me to DB. <laughs> so I was like, man, because I thought I was doing a pretty good job. But the quarterback room was filled, man. We had like seven, eight guys in there and it. I'm I'm falling asleep in meetings. I'm like shit. Maybe this this might be the move <laughs> for me, you know. So, I wanted to play quarterback. You know, it was it was me, Peyton Manning, and Josh Booty. You know, the, the, the quarterbacks in the state at that time. And but you know, the move me to DB man, it worked out for the best. Man, I was talking with Lee Roberts, our quarterback from back then, not too long ago, yeah. when he saw Pat Surtain
0: in the quarterback room, and he's like, "Oh crap." <laughs> but they moved you to the DP, and he was like,
1: <laughs> right. "I got
0: to compete against him." I mean, but it was obvious, man, how good you were going to be a DB. I mean, it was just—we'll get into your career, but man, your first year at Southern Miss, you didn't need a redshirt '94. I mean, you're already talented, ready to hit the field. You played a lot. We looked at the schedule. I mean, remember the schedule? It was—it was at Florida, at Texas A&M, uh, yes. at uh, Alabama, Virginia Tech at home, and at LSU. I mean, you remember when that schedule came out,
1: and we'll get an LSU. (laughs) Of of course, I did. And my my first my first game, man, it was. I remember Texas A and M. Leland McElroy, we kicked off. He it back a hundred yards though. Opening kickoff, man. (laughs) I'm like, oh shit, this is what college football is going to be like. (laughs) (laughs) That was tough, man. And those guys was running so fast out there. I'm like, oh shit. So, but well, of course, we settled down, man. We had a really really good group and you know, ended the season well with a win at home against LSU. Man, let,
0: let's talk about that LSU game, Pack, because that's where you started really making your mark, man. So you and I definitely have that game circle, Louisiana guys playing at LSU on Saturday night, chance to have a winning season. So late in the game, we're down 18-17. I mean, late in the fourth quarter. Man, you make an incredible play, step in front of the quarterback, make the pick. I mean, do you remember that play? I mean, that, that basically set us up to win the game.
1: Yeah, I do. You know, being back home, man, that was, that was added, you know, motivation, you know, playing in front of your family and friends. And I remember the guy ran a dig route and I, I stepped underneath it, you know, as a true freshman, picked it off, and uh led to the winning field goal. You know, it, it felt good, especially the the big bad LSU Tigers, man. And to, to go into their house, into Death Valley and win that game, man, will, will always be special. Man, that was so special. Yeah, Chris Pierce kicked that 52 yard field goal and went it for us, man.
0: And we celebrated hard on that field after, man. I mean, you remember the celebration after? I mean, they had to kick us out the
1: stadium, basically. Yeah, the, the, I remember they, they were throwing beer on us. Never. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was nuts. The LSU fans, man. Uh,
0: but yeah, man, that was awesome, man. That set the tone for the rest of your career at Southern Miss. So I want to talk about something, too, a little bit off the field. So you know the linebackers, we had our thing. The DBs, kind of, y'all had y'all's thing. And at that time, Warren G and A had a big game, big uh, song called "Regulators." And you, mm-hmm. you, you all broke the huddle with "Regulators
1: Mount Up." That was like y'all. Yeah, saying yeah. Where they come? Who thought of that? Where they come from? I man, I think that came from uh, D Heard. Well, makes sense. D Heard, uh, Rod, uh, Roy, Steeler, Nikki, all those guys. Man, you know they they were all the guys and. You know, we just walked into a, a, a good group, man, and, you know, those guys had a thing going, really, really good football players, and, you know, we just fell in line. Yeah, we, a lot of the
0: the position groups are jealous of that because y'all had the best break. Regulators, mount up, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, want I want something cool like that, man. So, But getting into our sophomore year, man, 95, so you, you start – Make the start nod finally, man. It's obvious your talent, your sophomore year. How was that finally breaking into the start role more consistent basis and really getting a lot more playing time?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, j- just being out there, getting more action, being more comfortable, understanding JT's defense more, uh, and just, just going out there and continue to make plays, continue to get better, man. We had a really, really good team uh, my sophomore year, man. And I remember the game like it was yesterday, man, the game at Alabama. Uh, that was that was tough. That was a tough one, man. I still think about that game till this day, man. We we had them on the ropes, you know. We went up, went up there, man, was kicking the ass the whole game, and I make a bonehead play at the end, man, and it, it cost us a game. But you know, it's something that I learned from. I think it motivated me going forward. You know, it, it was just just a tough loss, man. That could have been propelled us to, to so much you no know, bigger things, you know, going forward. But you know, took it on the chin. You had to bounce back, come back, and uh, finish the season. Yeah, but, Pat, that was the beauty of your career looking back, man. You just kind of a, a learning
0: lesson. You got back, and you just you didn't look back after that, man. But getting to that season, we were getting so close, man. We were 6-5 yeah. and five that season, lost four games by a total of 10 points, but we felt like Crazy. we were close, man. I mean, yeah. do you remember how close? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And – um but bonds were starting to be built on the team, man. And, and one of the mm-hmm. best bonds we had was Van Hall, the athletic dorm man, and, and living. Yeah, Van Hall makes you like it, just makes me smile. Uh, talk. How was Van Hall for you, man?
1: Because that was kind of Ooh. our fraternity.
0: <laughs> oh like, man, too
1: many stories, man. <laughs> too many stories. But I, I, I can remember. <laughs> I remember guys just. It was. It was a brotherhood, man. It was a brotherhood, you know. If you came in Van Hall, man, you you were one of the guys. I, I remember dudes leaning garbage cans for the water, up you know, on guys' doors. They open the door, blue, big old flood in your room. I remember somebody put like a a cup of a cup of shit above the light <laughs> over the uh the sink, and, and people were like, what's that smell? And it was up there, couldn't figure out where it was coming from. It was crazy, man.
2: It's I hard the card
1: games, back. the the uh the Monopoly games, just 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 everything, man. Uh, stealing pizza, <laughs> <laughs> dude.
0: I, like you, you're flooding me with stories. Like that's how it. I don't know where to begin or end, man. It was just it was always something, man. Oh, one thing that was cool to me, guys like me, you and Jamal Alexander, the New Orleans guys on the team, I always felt was a unique dynamic. Man, we're city guys. I'm I'm city. I'm where yeah, right. who that making groceries. We that's that's the kind of guys we are. <laughs> we we come into Van Hall, you know, and there's a lot of small town Mississippi players, <laughs> right, small right. town Alabama. You remember that dynamic of we, we kind of had our little thing with New
1: Orleans. Yeah, yeah. You know, working it with the kind of that small town country vibe a little bit. Yeah <laughs> man, was, you know but like you said we city but being from New Orleans you you probably I know me I probably been out of the city a handful of times, especially to Mississippi, Alabama. So yeah. just just seeing those guys from a different walk of life, man, it, it was, you know, it, it was that dynamic that we needed. You know, you come from different walks of life, but we all, you know, got together and formed really good relationship, man, had really good teammates and had really good teams. Yeah. And and one thing about it, a lot of good basketball
0: players on the football team. And y'all oh, thought man. y'all were really good, man, this team you that we put together. I wasn't good enough to make it, that's for sure. But the dog pound, man. The, the the famous Southern Miss intramural basketball team, man, getting that team together the dog pound. What are some memories for that? Because you, your dog pound put some whippings on some fraternity
1: teams, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I, well, well, first and foremost, I'll be remiss if I didn't met, mention the head coach. Oh, space space dog, space dog was the space head coach. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> he, he took it serious too. Yeah. man, you you had me, AD. Roy Stabler was good, Ty Pinkston, Sherrod Gideon. Oh, we had some, some dudes who could really, really play. And we even we even used to play against the all uh, the Southern Miss basketball mm-hmm. team, you know, and, and give them problems. So yeah, man, Nikki Seymour. So it, it was it was good times, man. We, and as a football player, we actually looked forward to those, those intramural games, because it used to be packed, man, all the women were there. Yeah. We, <laughs> and we'll go to the VFW So we had to go put on. We had to go put on. So it was, it was a fun time, man. Heck yeah, man. When I think of highlights
0: of, of Southern Miss, I think of the Dog Pal team that we put together as a team and then Living at Van Hall, man. That, that's some of the stuff I missed. It was so awesome. But getting in our 96 season now, Pat, I mean, you're the clear starter. I mean, you, you're the guy at cornerback. And uh, we kind of had the talent coming together right there. We're going to a game at Georgia. And, uh, you know, I'll even let you t- go ahead and take over here. But you remember that Georgia game and when we had there?
1: Yeah, man, that was that was fun. Uh, I think Heinz War was on that team. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Champ Bailey was on that team. Uh, yep. Mike Bobo was the quarterback. Yep. I actually remember getting an interception in that game. And and we go in there, man, and shock the world and beat Georgia and, and just and start taking their hedges. Yeah. <laughs> I taking that hit just, and I can remember getting on the on the bus after the game and the, the talk radio show was on with the Georgia fans calling in. They they didn't even know our names. They were pronouncing our names, bro. How you let such and such come in here and, and beat you? But we had a really good team, man, yeah. really good players. And I tell guys all the time, you know, my time there, we probably had probably 30 guys go to the NFL, get an opportunity to play in the league, especially on defense. We we were loaded, man, at every yeah. position. And we didn't fear anybody. We 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 played everybody, man, and and played well against them. Yeah, I mean, eleven to seven, the final score. Obviously, how good the defense
0: was, man. And and, and one game that season, man, you really went off. It was a Thursday night game against es against East Carolina on ESPN. Man, you had three interceptions. I mean, how, is that one of those games you're in the zone, or just because I, I remember, man, Pat got another pick. Wow, how was that game for you? It was good, man. Actually, actually, I had two, and Jamal had the other one. There was two for you, one for Jamal. Yeah, my bad, one for Jamal. I, I added yeah. one to you, but Jamal,
1: forgive me if you're watching this. Yeah, Jamal, it, it was. <laughs> yeah, it It was fun, man. It, it was you know a, a opportunity to to showcase ourselves again, and, and show what, what what kind of team we had, what kind of defense we had, man. And you know, once that ball was in the air, we we treated like it was ours. So, you know, another opportunity to put Southern Miss on the map, man, to make us a national brand. And know, uh, I think. Because East Carolina was a, a really good football team, you know, back in the day. They had some guys. So, you know, just to go out there and compete, man, and and show what we had as a team was was really, really fun. No doubt, man. And, and we were really kicking ass in, in on defense
0: as that season went along. But for whatever reason, man, we go to Houston and uh in '96. Yeah, I shake we I forgot how to tackle. I, I don't know what happened at game. <laughs> man, we lose the game 50. Do you have an explanation for that? We gave a 56 points.
1: It it came out of nowhere. It shocks me this day, yeah. man. What happened to us? It I like you said, man, it, it was just one of them clunkers. It happens every once in a while. You know, too bad it happened to us, you know, at that point in time, but it, it was a shootout. We couldn't stop them. They, they couldn't stop it. it. I'm pretty sure it was a fun game for the offense, but for, for us with for defense, it was it was rough out there. So
0: it's the one game that we were there. We're like, I, I can't explain it, man. We just yeah, forgot that to was, play. That was the
1: outlier. Yeah. I, I'm,
0: I'm pointing fingers at myself, too. Not even you. I was like, I, I couldn't tag. I don't know what happened, man.
1: We lost had? that it was, game. It was, it was Antoine, Antoine Smith. Antoine was Smith, man. Yeah. It was like tackling
0: a tank that
1: night. I can't yeah. explain it. So, but they got the best of us that
0: night. But the problem with that night, man, we go 8-3 and three and we don't get to go to a bowl. I mean, we're top 20 a lot of the season. And uh, we just left out the bowl situation, but that left a bad taste in our mouth.
1: I mean, you remember Absolutely. that? Absolutely <laughs> did. Ain't no way in hell we shouldn't have went to, to a bowl, but I think you had to win a conference or something, right? That's exactly yeah. right. I mean, if it was now, we'd have our choice of bowls, but didn't exactly. Then,
0: but you had an unbelievable uh, junior season right there, man. You finished fourth in the nation in interceptions. Uh, I mean, you're just, you're just kicking butt and taking names. And, um, so, we kind of get this slogan going in the next season because we knew we were going to be good our senior year, unfinished mm-hmm. business. Yeah. You you
1: remember that slogan and what it meant to us? Absolutely. It, it meant a lot because, like you said, man, eight and three these days gets you probably in the New Year's Six Bowl. You know, but we got left out and we knew, like you said, we knew we had a really, really good team coming back. We had some veteran guys, you know, mixed with some young guys. Uh, our offense was, was really good with Lee and – and, and Harold Shaw and Eric Booth and, and Todd and Sherrod and T Hardy. Yeah. So – and then defense, me, you, Jamal, uh, Perry Phoenix, AD, TJ. I mean, uh, Latrell. Uh, Latrell, uh, Latrell. I mean, John The big John Nicks, tackles we had. John Nix. Uh,
0: Scott. I mean,
1: Yeah. Just, I don't even – Terrace Parrish
0: on the other side. We were We were loaded. man. We were loaded. Um, 10 of the 11 players, I mean, you obviously were the highest drafted in the NFL. We'll get to that. I mean, 10 out of 11 players on defense went to the NFL in some form or fashion. I mean, that's absolutely, absolutely. good, man. And uh um, But speaking of good, man, you you had a really good DB coach. You wound up being the defensive coordinator at Southern Miss, Dave Womack, man. How, how was it working uh close as, as him as your coach, Dave
1: Womack? Oh, man, it was fun, man. He, he was a cool, cool dude, man. And. You know, he, he was a player's coach. He was a player coach. He, he took care of his room. Uh, Obviously, we respect him. He, he's been a hell of a coach, you know, in college football for a long, long time. And, you know, I can, I can just remember, you know, just going to his house for, for the barbecues and everything. And this little badass kid would come around and chase us around with a bat, a lefty, and wind up being Kane. Kane Womack, your son. Kane Womack. <laughs> Kane, yeah. Now he's the head coach at, at, at South Alabama, and I, I would see him on the recruiting trail or whatever. And I'm like, man, you remember you used to chase us around with that damn bat? He's like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's, it was good times, man, between, uh, between you know, Coach Womack and, and JT, man, it was – we had a really, really good staff who, who cared about us a lot. Heck yeah, man. And then getting in our senior
0: year, man, it's called Unfinished Business. And I don't know about you. I had that Houston game circle. Did you? I mean, I, I did for a event. Absolutely. I think we all, that was the game. Yep. But we had a lot to play before that. We opened up. We knew we were going to be good. And we're opening up at defending national champion Florida. I mean, you have two picks in that game. Man, do you mm-hmm. remember that game? I mean, we almost had a little more offense. And we
1: almost had them. <laughs> well, we almost had I remember it being so damn hot out there, man. I was, I was cramping up. In and out of the game. Like you said, it had two picks. Like you said, we would have had a little bit more offense, man. We'd have beat them, the defending national champs. And that that just I think that game really told us about ourselves and how good we were, were gonna be that year. Cause we we hung in with, with that team and and, and should have beat them. And uh, you know, that 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 propelled us to have the great season that we had. Yeah, whenever I talk to offensive
0: guys about around our time, I'm like, we didn't show up in Houston. I get that, but you all didn't show up in Florida. <laughs> Dude, there's one thing. I, I went up getting an interception that game. You know, I didn't get a lot of picks. I didn't catch very yeah. well. But I got a pick inside of Florida's red zone, and the offense winds up punting. Yeah. Really? I'm like, that's so how yeah. bad the offense was. I remember but, <laughs> but, uh, but, man, we're flowing along. We beat Illinois really well. I mean, we're a really good football team. We are getting our first home game against Nevada at the Rock. And, man, you know, Coach Bauer, our, our our leader, man, you know, a lot of us like a father figure, mentor to us, just, just a great man. And we get news that week, you know, just horrible news of of his daughter Kristen passing. And she was like a little sister; she was always around. Man, how, that was rough. Man, how how was the vibe for you with with that week, heading Nevada with that news?
1: It was rough, man. Because, like you said, she was always around. She was like a little sister to all of us. And you know, to to see Coach go through that along with his family, his wife. You know, it was it was a tough situation on, on us, man. And but we showed what, what kind of resiliency we had. We we wanted to go in and win that game for him and his family. You know, we laid it on the line for him, man. We laid it on the line. Uh, obviously, a lot of tears going around, a lot of sadness. But we 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 musted up, you know, enough energy and fortitude to, to go out there and win it for him. So tough tough weeks week in the season in our lives, but you know, you know, we 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 did it for him.
0: Yeah. No doubt, man. We came out all black that game. He asked me Nevada didn't have a chance, man. We we played didn't hard that game. Didn't have a chance, man. So, but uh, kind of getting more to that season, man. I mean, you're you're becoming the premier quarterback in college football, just about to one of man. And and we get to a Tulane game. You have another couple picks against Tulane. Um, I mean, you do really well in that game, but you seem to play well against Tulane, man. Was it this <laughs> kind of chip on your shoulder, like? The New Orleans team, I, 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 got, I, got, I just got to show out against them.
1: Absolutely, New Orleans, and then it was a lot of, you know, smack talk because a bunch, bunch of my high school teammates went to Tulane, uh, and then Sean King went there. He was talking, and they had a really, really good receiver, and well they had two good receivers, Jawan Dawson, rest in peace, Jawan. Then they had uh, P.J., who was a little, little quick slot guy. Jamaican Dartez in the backfield, and they had a really, really good offense. You no, know, I think the next year they they went they went undefeated. And yeah. So it was a, a game a really good defense, a really against a really good offense. And you know, we we took the challenge. I took the challenge like this dude ain't, ain't catching the ball on me. He ain't getting out of the line on me And I was fortunate enough to come up with two picks that, that were huge in the game and we pretty much shut them down. We shut them down. So yeah. he, he yeah. called it really good game, man. Uh, prowling and stemming, I think we were the first <laughs> defense that started that. You know, we had a really good group, man. We had a really good vibe, and, and we played for each other. And, and with, look, with the guys that we named, the only thing you had to do was do your job because you know your teammate was going to do theirs. Yeah, man, getting some X's and
0: O's right there, man. Because JT, uh, starting our junior year in '96, he put in this brand new defense where we're blitzing from all over the place. But right, what right. that does. Is you got to have confidence in your cornerbacks, man. That puts you on an island a lot, but that's the confidence yeah. he had in you, man. Talking little X's and O's, when you know we got a lot of blitzes coming, I better handle my business out here, at quarterback. I mean, what in that scheme, you know, when you're on a one on one situation, what was that like?
1: Oh, man, you just got to trust in your technique, trust in your abilities, and, and know, you know, that the work you put in is, is going to pay off on Saturdays. And I knew if, if, you know, I held my man up for, for two three seconds. You guys are going to get home. We had so many, you know, good players in the front seven, and we cinched out so much. We, I knew, and the secondary knew that we just had to hold up a little bit and you guys would get home. And and, and we did. You know, it, it worked hand in hand. Yeah, I mean, at that point midseason, our 97 senior season, you're, you're becoming one
0: of the best cornerbacks in the confidence we had and you were second and none, man. gets into a Cincinnati game. We're in top 25. But that that game was tooth and nail. And yeah. uh, Cincinnati's driving late, and I mean it's it's almost last play of the game, if not last play of the game. You step up, you get an interception, man, and you slide, you know, to, to yeah. kind of end the game. You remember that play, man? That was a that was a game saving another, another Patrick Serté moment.
1: I, I do remember it was kind of uh, they. I don't, wouldn't say they gave it away, but I, I was a student of the game, and the receiver wind up. He he lined up so wide. I'm like, man, he's running the post. You know, I think they, they were in that red zone. I caught the interception. And so I, I got inside and I anticipated, you know, when Rob was coming, stepped in front of it, took it about 60 yards. And i like, before I fumble this ball, let me get down. Slid down. And that was it. That was it. So it was just, you know, recognition, just, just being a student of the game, you know, being a smart football player and uh, coming up with the play. Yeah, man, another big play in, in, in your uh, career at Southern Miss,
0: man. Never forget that one, too. So... But all this, man, we're starting to win. Things are rolling along. We're top 25 team getting to the game. We had circled at the beginning of the season, Houston, at the Rock, the one we got to win, revenge. And, Pat, in Southern Miss Circles, if you say the hit, you're talking about Patrick Sertan reading the swing pass against Houston, hitting the receiver so hard his helmet goes one way, (laughs) his teeth go another way. Oh, man. Pat. Let's talk about the hit because it, it's, it's the most monumental <laughs> play, but it just epitomized how bad we wanted to beat Houston.
1: Yeah, like you said, man, that, that was a revenge game. And if I was the receiver, I would have went, you know, cussed my quarterback out like, man, why would you throw that ball? And I kind of read it. You know, I think they had, had run the same play early in the game. I'm like, okay, same formation, this guy coming in motion. They about to do this. You know, I kind of bailed on the receiver thing, making making it seem like I was going deep. And once he caught it, man, I just ain't nothing else. I couldn't avoid him. I couldn't avoid him. So I'm like, let me try to hit him as hard as I can. In today's game, man, I probably would have got suspended 12 yeah. games. But back in the day, that was, you know, that was that was fair game. Oh uh, <laughs> man, now all, all you heard was oohs and ahs, and it, it was it was crazy, man. That kind of you know, sent a message to Houston. That's going to be a long day, and it was for them. Man, but Pat, me being around the Southern Miss circle like I am, and when you say the hit, people
0: talk about Patrick Sertan against Houston '97. <laughs> it still echoes to this day, man. And but it but it summarized how bad we want to beat them. We do beat them. We wind up being top twenty-five in America, win conference USA, and uh, move on to the Liberty Bowl, man. And and how special a feeling was that there we're champs and going to Liberty Bowl, which was the standard for Southern Miss.
1: Uh, back then, yeah, I just I, the thing I remember about the Liberty Bowl, man, was the the week leading up to the game when we were in Memphis, man. the 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 Ducks walking across what's the name of the hotel? The oh, the Peabody. No, Peabody, the little Ducks, the Peabody, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Ducks and and just that that camaraderie and that brotherhood that that took place the entire week. Uh, I remember some guys, well, I was one of them too, sneaking out going to the Going to the strip club in Memphis. <laughs> 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 hey, we were college football players, man. Exactly. Exactly. But <laughs> exactly. <So> guess what? <laughs> we knew when we showed up, we were going to handle business. And, you know, that game, I remember Pitt jumped out on us. They had a fluky pass. We missed a bunch of tackles, died, scored. And it was 41 nothing after that. So we wound up beating 41-7. A good Pitt team, man, but that that kind of – you know, showed our dominance through, throughout the, the year, man, and finished what, top? What we finished Top 15 we finished in the country? 19, 19 in America or conference yeah. champs. Uh, 41 to 7 was the biggest
0: bowl win of that bowl season. That's how good we were, man. Yeah. So, but, but uh, I mean, we had three defensive touchdowns. It, it was great, man. Oh, yeah. um, but do you remember the fans at the game? I mean, do. When I came into the stadium and looked up, there were twenty five thousand plus Southern Miss fans. I was like, "Wow!" I mean, it was yeah. like a it was a little
1: like a team we had to play, but the fans came too. It was like a whole event, man. The fans were were there the whole year, man. The rock was jumping the whole yes. year. You know, they 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 came they they showed up and showed out for us, man. And uh, you know, that's that's the great thing about Southern Miss football, man. They they. So support the athletics and they they came out in droves to support us that year i think it was it was kind of cold too man it was
0: freezing i mean yeah, freezing. And, and guys like you i mean I'm, I'm i'm southern to the core man when it gets to be 20 degrees right <laughs> remember they took the starters out so we got all the adrenaline our sweat right, right. coming down I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fans do talk about the cold on top of the wind too man but Man, one thing people talk about, you go around Hattiesburg, you see this all over town, man, that painting that they made about that game, man. You know, when uh, Perry Phoenix scoops and scores, AD had to hit, I get lucky to be enough on the painting. You're in the painting. But, man, that is all over Hattiesburg, and and, and it, we're immortalized, man. It's so cool, that oh, team. Yeah. That painting, what does that mean to you? Because that was a big deal, man.
1: Yeah, it just, it just shows, you know, how well we worked. And then, obviously, you know – you you selling your, yourself short in this thing, man. But you were the heart and soul of the, of the team, and you was our leader. We we looked at you, you know, to make a play or, or or give us you know some inspiration. So it was, it was it was your team, man. We we just you know fit in, and we fit so well together. But people, when I tell you this, this was the man right here. He was the man and uh, a <laughs> great leader, man. Like you said, great friend, and we just fed off your energy, man. It, it, that 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 play kind of you know, symbolizes our entire season, man. Just everybody working together, having each other back. We didn't care who made the play. It was all for a common goal, man. That that was to win a game, and You know, Perry picked the ball up. All of us blocking for him. He scored, and everybody gets to celebrate. That's what it's all about.
0: Man, that, that was great. I appreciate those kind words, Pat. And, and literally one of the things I'm most proud of to this day, man, you always got this picture up, and I've showed it on social yeah. media when we got chosen as captains with Latrell wow. Pollard and uh, Bow, man, it, you know, f- for us being New Orleans guys, being chosen team captain, man, that, that's, it was special, especially with, with us two getting that, man, How, how'd that make you feel
1: being team captain too? Yeah, man, just, you know, on top of, you know, just, just playing ball that, that, that right there shows that, that j- your teammates respect you. Uh, you know, they, they, they look up to you and and you were doing something right you know whether you know you were making plays on the field or just just being the all around guy man that the captaincy means means so much because it it's it's picked by your by your peers by your teammates and that's what made it special yeah and,
0: it, and what a special time that was and what a special career you had at southern miss i tried to get as much as i could in pat man i could talk about you for 2 days 3 days man but you wind up being Conference USA defensive player of the year, all American. I mean, I'd say the best cornerback in America by the time you're done, because you literally were shutting down an entire side of the field at that point, man. So, but great career, man. So it's time for the NFL. And we got some talent on that team, but you were the highest drafted pick in the second round. How did that make you feel going so early in the draft to the Miami
1: Dolphins? Oh man, it was it was great. It was great. Uh, to 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 know just to know that with so much talent on that team, man, not only me but but all of us had an opportunity to go play at the next level, and you know that's that that was a a, a team goal. You know, even though you want to do well individually, man, you wanted your brother to do well, you know, also, and you know, just to get selected in the second round and then have you know other guys come. I think we had like six guys drafted off that team that year. And then free agents, you you win free agency and, you know, a couple of more guys. So man, it was, it it was special, man. It just, just, just showed that you can, you don't have to go to LSU or Bama or Florida. You can go to Southern Miss and you can play good football and the NFL will find you.
0: Oh, absolutely. I I know NFL uh, people love, uh, Southern Miss uh, guys back then because we had a chip on our shoulder, or, you know, might work mm-hmm. a little bit harder than the competition. But man, yeah. Miami, seven years there, right there, unbelievable career. What were some of the big differences between college play and the NFL play to you?
1: Probably the quarterback play and yeah. and the receivers and, uh, in college. You know, you may play some teams and and they may ha- may not have a you know uh, a bona fide guy. But in the NFL, there's a guy every week on every team. So you had to be ready, man. You 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 had to be a student of the game. And it wasn't no more, you know, no more babysitting. This, this was your job. And in it's a performance-based business. And if you didn't get the job done, then they're gonna gonna replace your ass. So okay. I knew that I had to uh go in there and and prove myself once again at the highest level. And you know, uh just just adjust to the speed of the game, man, and just go out and and do the things that I've been doing since I was seven years old, playing football, and making plays, man. That's what happened. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the
0: cool things about you, man. You always had a smile on your face even when th- things were going bad, man. You know, you you're like oh, yeah. let's go next play, man. You talk about quarterback position. This might be an unfair question because you played so long in the NFL. Um, who was the best quarterback you played against? And if not, maybe a few of them.
1: Or do, you, do you do you have one? Because I mean, you played against so many quarterbacks. Yeah, man. I, I will say this because. I, I played against them twice a year. They were in the same division. Uh, but I have to say, if you combine the quarterback play with the weapons that he, I have to say Peyton Manning. Yeah, Peyton, Peyton with Andy Manning, those guys that he had, and, and, you know, obviously playing against him, and obviously playing against Tom. Tom, you know, like we we had some pretty good games against Tom, but Tom got better and better every year. He got some explosive weapons, and then – you know, he took off, but, you know, had some pretty good games against both of them. Uh, picked both of them off. Picked Southern Miss alum, the the, the great Brett Favre off. You know, picked, the, picked Drew Brees off a couple of times. So I got that under my belt, man. I picked off a bunch of Hall of Famers. I saw a stat with you. You you picked off Drew Brees just about more than anybody
0: did in the NFL oh, yeah. ever. I, I don't know the number, but I saw that. man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, you, but you, unbelievable career Miami, man. Three-time Pro Bowler, seven years there. But while you were there, man, you form a cornerback duo with Sam Madison, and many people say arguably the best cornerback duo in the history of the NFL, most certainly in Miami.
1: How was that teaming up with Sam Madison and making that duo? It was awesome, man. It, it's funny because we were in the we came from Sam was at Louisville, I was at Southern Miss. He went a year before me. He was a defensive player of the year my junior year. He gets drafted 44 by the Dolphins. The following year, I get drafted 44 by the Dolphins. It, it was it was ironic, man. We became teammates. Uh, I think he's third. He's probably third in the franchise in picks. No second. I'm probably third. You know, we played alongside each other, along with T-Buck, man. And, you know, it was a really, really, you know, great time, you know, a great tandem. And uh, some compared it to – Back in the old, there old Southern Miss legend, Hanford Dixon, yeah. and Frank Minnifield. Back in Cleveland, you know, but we, we, we had some battles, man. And we we formed a tremendous duel, and uh, one that would go down for the ages. Yeah. Anybody want to see a
0: cool highlight film on YouTube? Look up Sam Madison, Pat Sertan highlights, man. It's yeah. pretty cool. I see many of them, the music. It's just super cool, man. But um, Miami, man. Looking back at your time there, so what what? what kind of just your thoughts on Miami and just kind of recapping
1: or maybe a highlight you want to hit on real quick. Yeah, just, I just think about all of the, the great defense we had. We had top five defenses and we just didn't have the offense to get it done. We had super bowl caliber defense. Uh, I was at two hall of famers and Jason Taylor and Zach Thomas with me and Sam we had Brock Marion, uh, Tim Boynes, uh just a whole bunch of guys on that defense man that were really really you know good football players and just feel like we we wasted it I think we could have gone much the, the first we've been in the playoffs was the second round and uh you know I just wish that we we could have made a deeper run in the playoffs no I understand y'all went to playoffs four times when you were there man
0: and, uh, yeah. y'all y'all were talented I get that man but uh you're, you're... Individual career, man. You're fourth all time in interceptions in dolphin history. You're first in pass breakups tied for first. So unbelievable career. You're so good, recognized by another team. You get traded to the Chiefs after seven years in Miami for a second round pick. That's a good yard. They got to trade a high round pick to get you.
1: Uh, <laughs> so how was that going to going to Kansas City, man? It was it was it was cool, man. Um, uh, you know, we had just got a new coach to that that offseason it was Nick Saban. So Nick came in, and Nick Nick was like, "Pat, I, I love you, but we can't afford you." And I was like, "Fine," because I knew they were they were kind of in a rebuilding mode. They were they were bringing in you know younger guys, and he got me paid. You know, I went to Kansas City, got my third deal. Uh, and the irony of it is, he come back around and recruit my son to Bama. And the first thing he always says is, "Pat, you know I didn't want to, I want I didn't want to let you go." Right? I'm like, "Man, trust me, I'm good." I made a lot of money going to Kansas City, so it's all good.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to frown on an 11-year NFL career. I mean, and all the impact you made—one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL, man, easily. So, but uh, real quick, the Kansas City fans, man, it's a personal question. Are they as kind of passionate and wild
1: as they seem on TV? <laughs> oh man, they—they—they they, they love their Chiefs, man. Chiefs Kingdom. They come out in droves, man. I don't care if it's is negative five degrees, they're coming. They're coming for their chiefs and and obviously with them winning now, man, but it's been like that. It's been like that since the Derek Thomas days, you know, when they, when they weren't winning even before that, man, really, really great fan base and they, they love their chiefs.
0: That's cool, man. Looking back on your NFL career with Kansas city and Miami, man, what's your final take on it? Just
1: quick take on the NFL. Oh man. And enjoy, you know, every, every moment, man, I I miss them paychecks. Oh, but (laughs) there's, there's, there's never a time, man, when when just just lining up in the in those stadiums, man, playing in all those different stadiums, come, competing against you know great football players and and you you know how it is with athletes, man. Just those locker room memories, you know, things that happen in that locker room, man, that people can never take away from you. Know you can take away the game, you can't play no more, but those memories you have with the fellas, man, that's that's what what, what makes it all worthwhile. So you know that's that's what I take with me.
0: Yeah, man. That's why I asked you about Van Hall when we're talking about college, man. People say what I miss the most, man. I miss the guys. I miss Patrick. I'm, You know, I just do. He's yeah. such good times, man. He laughs and stuff like that. But Pat, unbelievable NFL career. Like I said, just a legendary Southern Miss career. So, but once it's over, you decide to get into coaching and high school coaching and you take over American heritage <laughs> in Florida. And you're there nine years, six years as head coach unbelievable career in 2020 or so you become the national coach of the year i'm talking the entire nation people so talk about your run real quick at american heritage and the impact that you made on all these young men
1: yeah man i i I never thought i would get into coaching but having a you know a son and then i was retired you know it's natural that you're going to get out there and try to you know lend a hand and that 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 went to him, you know, going to American Heritage. He had been going there since since kindergarten. So I, I was I was around the program, and Mike Rump got the job, and I was a DB coach, you know, there. And then when Mike left Miami, I became the head coach, and you know, just the the talent, the 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 discipline, and you know, you you you're only as good as your players, man. I, I firmly believe that we had some really really good players. We had six players get drafted in the draft in two thousand twenty one six from one school, you know, so we probably have like 15 guys in the NFL right now from, from American heritage. That's only, we only have like 45 guys on the roster, Mm. you know, but, but 20, 25 of them dudes are dogs. And that's what it's about, man. Just, you know, giving those kids an opportunity to play at the next level, man. And even if you don't make it to the pros, man, be, be successful, come back and be great men in the community. That's that. That was my message to my guys. Man, that's a great message. And you know, I remember, you know, seeing your coach in American Heritage. I'm like, man, are those young men lucky
0: to be coached by Patrick Sertan. Man, sure enough, you become the coach of the year in America. So congrats on a good run right there. And you hit on something, man, your son. You got to coach him in high school, Patrick Sertan Jr. And he runs on to Alabama, become a cornerback, become the SEC Defensive Player of the Year, become a uh, the 10th pick in the NFL draft to Denver. He's now one of the top cornerbacks, He's not the top cornerback in the NFL. Man, what has that been like from a father's perspective, seeing your
1: son do what he has done? Oh man, it's 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 been special. It's been special for for you know your kid to, to carry your name and and has all these expectations put on them, and you know you only this because your dad and all that he he puts in the work man and and become the the best cornerback in the country one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL it, I think he's the best you know you know just just the name and and him represent the name him represent the family name man I can tell you it's more nerve-wracking watching him than when I play because I can control what I can do I can't control what's out there with him man but he's He's a no nonsense guy, man. He works, he wants to be the best. And uh, you know, just to see him, you know, work his way up to becoming that man, it's it's unbelievable. And I, I think I I read something with, with the first Farden Sun duel DBs to be uh all pro in the NFL, in the history wow. of the NFL, first and Sun duel to be all pro cornerbacks, you know. So that that's that's special, man. That would go down forever. So well, not forever because they, they got a lot of guys, you know, who, who dad played DB in the league, who's in the league now. So, but we're the first to do it. <laughs> man. It, it's just incredible, man. Seeing your son rise up, the
0: career you have, man, just just awesome. I've seen videos of you two interacting together too, man. It's pretty cool, the relationship as well, man. So, congrats on your son on top of everything you did in football, man. Um, You get back after American Heritage and getting the NFL coaching a little bit real quick with the Miami Dolphins
1: in 22. How was that run getting back with the team? It was good, man. Uh, you know, good experience. Uh, I, me, me and Sam was actually on the coaches now, so That's right. <laughs> I came back full circle. You know, just to got to get to be around the guys, man. Uh, you know, j- just being a, a, a face and a voice that that they can lean on, and you know, giving those guys some 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 technique things that that they can put in their game and be, become successful, man. They we made it to the playoffs, had a chance to beat Buffalo, but that you know it, it didn't work in the end. All right, Pat and I are
0: picking up real quick due to audio tip difficulties, and we're back in the new room. So here, in Patrick, once again, man. So we're getting into you getting into the Florida State job and becoming
1: the defensive back coach at Florida State, man. How's that been for you? It's been good, man. It kind of puts you in the, in the mold, sort of like high school. You know, it's more intimate with with, with the uh, with the players, man. And like I said, we have a really, really good group right there. So that, that, that makes it all better. You know, just getting the opportunity to – to coach these guys and getting on the road meeting new people man it's been it's been good so far man that's awesome man and, and
0: Pat game two of this season Southern Miss is coming to Tallahassee man what do what are your thoughts are we, on that one? Will you are you coming to the game? I'm coming be I, I'll be there I'm I'm gonna drive there now Pat of course I'm going <laughs> hey,
1: I, I, I was I was telling them last time we played at Florida State man up here we, we jumped on them, what seven nothing yeah, and then we-
0: <laughs> it was It was almost – it was like 14-14 late in the second half. Yeah, and then yeah. they, just, they went nuts on us, man.
1: We couldn't get <laughs> a down three-step uh, a three step drop ball with those d Oh, Wayne, Renard Wilson, all them guys. Wise word. Mm.
0: Good. Yeah. Man, NFL players all over that defense. But, yeah, a
1: lot of Southern Miss people fired up about
0: that Florida State game, Southern Miss, and uh, looking forward to seeing you on the sidelines, man, no doubt about that. Real quick, yeah, Pat, man. family life. We talked about your son Patrick uh, Sertan, Jr., what else
1: with the family life? Anything good going on for the Southern Miss fans? An update? Yeah, man. Just uh just hanging in there. Uh, my oldest daughter is at Fam U up here in Tallahassee. So that's good. I got a younger daughter, 8th grade. She's in uh she goes to American Heritage. So she she has a couple more years left, man. Wife's doing good, just got a new dog. We good. That's awesome, <laughs> man. You deserve good things, man. Real quick, Pat,
0: just to recap, specifically for Southern Miss time, man. What What's some words you got for the Southern Miss nation from the great Patrick Sertan, man, just some words, maybe your time there.
1: Oh man, just, you know, the, the place that, that helped me, you know, grow from, from a boy to a man. And I will forever be indebted to that place, man. Those four years, I tell people all the time, you think Hattiesburg, Mississippi, man, but those four years was some of the, the best years of my life, man. And, you know, I, I try to give back some of the time. I know guys be getting back, man, but with the job and everything is is tough, man. But it will always have a special place in my heart.
0: Oh man, you always have a special place in Southern Miss Heart. And uh, like I said, man, when you ask me, the greatest <laughs> cornerback in the history of Southern Miss football, period and the story, Patrick. Sertan put him on the Mount Rushmore defensive Southern Miss football players, if you ask me too, man. Pat, <laughs> it was so awesome catching up with you, man. And I can't thank you enough for being on.
1: My brother, man. I appreciate you having, man. All love. All love, man. We'll catch up soon, Pat. Southern Miss to the top. To the top, baby.
0: (laughs) Yes, sir. Well, a big goal of this show was for you to catch up with some faces you hadn't seen in a while who made tremendous impacts at Southern Miss. And Patrick Sertan Sr. is most certainly a guy who made a big impact at Southern Miss. So hopefully you enjoyed that one right there because I sure did. Well... Let's talk basketball real quick one more time. We had a great season last year, the biggest turnaround in D1 basketball since 1974. And a big reason why we were so successful is this next guy, DeAndre Pickney. And here's DeAndre sharing some of his favorite Southern Miss memories.
2: How's it going, Eagle fans? This is number five, DeAndre Pickney from Southern Miss men's basketball. And I'm gonna share my favorite three moments from this season. Uh, Rolling in at number three, we got... Southern Miss versus Vanderbilt that game uh I just felt like we had a lot to play for um nobody gave us a chance um everybody doubted us uh the guys on the team were fired up and um you know they, we were the 16 point underdog going into that game uh you know coach Juan and all the coaches they emphasized to us that y'all could be anybody you know don't let the name and everything that everybody got to say knock you and tell you down from what you're doing so number three was definitely us beating Vanderbilt 60 to 48 at home uh, on the road uh, rolling in at number two we got the Cancun challenge won a championship game uh, we were six and oh went on the road to uh, Mexico out the country uh, neutral environment and uh, you know we won three games in the tournament we beat a very talented Liberty team at Liberty which Many teams in division one have not been able to do. Um, We beat Purdue Fort Wayne, who were predicted to win their conference, had one of the top players on their team. And we beat um, Winthrop, who was also another team who were predicted to win their conference. So that one, that, that Cancun tournament and that challenge and just the vibe that we had going into that trip was just irreplaceable, immaculate. It was just great vibes from the coaches, the players, everybody. And then rolling in at number one, we already know. Southern Miss versus ULL, Louisiana. Sold out game. doubtful for first place. Revenge game. It was just everything that our season was built around was pretty much for that game. That was the the biggest crowd we played in front of at home. And it was just like, it was unbelievable. So that that, that game right there definitely was my number one favorite memory. All right, Eagle fans, this is DeAndre Pickney here, sharing my favorite three moments with you guys. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you so much for sending that story into the show, DeAndre Pinckney. You'll always
0: have a special place in the hearts of so many Southern Miss fans. Well, that's it for another edition of Anyone, Anywhere, Anytime. And if you're watching this on YouTube, we're still on that push for a 1,000 plus subscribers. We're getting closer and closer but still need a push. So I'm going to ask you to do something that's absolutely free and easy to do. That's head over to our YouTube, anyone, anywhere, anytime page, and click that subscribe button and then get back to your day. Take a second out of your day to do that. Well, until next time, as always, it's Southern Miss to the top.